It's a podcast. Welcome. You, you, well, come on in. The, the door is open. Come on in. Take your shoes off. It's issue number 66 of the Infinite Backlog. It's a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. And I'm Andy Lennon's ghost. And with me are my co-hosts. Right over there, we got Shane the Gaping Abyss. I, that is true. That is, <laughs> that's what I've heard. <laughs> and my Rory. Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> And Rory, the toy smith of Lord Divine. Mm, yep, that is me, baby. Just, uh, just, uh, just the fanciest man in Fancy Town. <laughs> yeah, I love your toys. I've always wanted to tell you that I love your toys, Rory. I'm big uh, into it. Big into the toys. Into adult toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different the- thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. the toys your for adults. Is- yeah, toys for adults. Okay, we're saying the same thing, right? Yeah, toys for yeah. adults and adult toys are are the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No distinction to be made whatsoever. Today we read some stuff that featured the New Mutants, Spider Man, the Avengers, and Rocket Raccoon, and they take us from February through May of 1985. I've got some historical bummers. <laughs> Number one. WrestleMania debuts at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a bummer. I don't it's think not. that's a bummer. It's not a is bummer. It a, is it a bummer? It's not a bummer, especially because the main match that was featured at WrestleMania 1 was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper. And I bet that was hype. I bet that was hype as fuck. Um, and I, I also feel like I have... I, I got so used to Mr. T and his non-wrestler lifestyle afterwards that I kind of forget that he like actually was a wrestler. He wasn't just like Mr. T on television all the time. Um, yeah, but I've never seen any of that shit. Have you guys actually ever gone to pro wrestling? No, I no. I, I think it would have been a lot of fun and it was sort of ruined for me as a young kid when, you know, everybody was talking about how it was fake and, and I think that's an unfair description of what it is. Totally. Because it's, that'd be like going to a movie and being like, "This is fake." Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it, the, but when you're a kid, you don't quite get it because people are people are dogging on it. And I thought yeah. maybe it meant that it wasn't as cool as it appeared, you know. And right. what they really mean is they're not actually trying to wound each other. Right. It's not like they're on. It's not like they're not jumping around and doing that <laughs> stuff. It's not like yeah. they're holograms. But I had no idea. I didn't think they were holograms, but like there could right. be wires or the ground could be a trampoline. I don't fucking know. Totally. Totally. Yeah. No, they're just so awesome. the layers of how fake it is was unclear to me. And that sort of put a sour taste in my mouth. And I think you kind of have to get into it as a little kid because it's so silly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I'm yeah. kind of jealous of the people who just like ha- have this really silly thing that they've loved forever and still I love know. it. I know. I guess we do have that with cartoons, but 
Do you think they remember? Different. You think they remember like the first time they were ever gifted a tap out t shirt, and it's just like a oh, those memory. are MMA kids. That's different. Those are losers. Ah. Wrestling's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer number two. Forty-one tornadoes hit in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and Ontario, and seventy-six people die. Forty-one tornadoes is too many tornadoes. I'm going. It's a good name for a band, though. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Forty-one tornadoes. Well, it's like, well, it's like twenty-one pilots, right? Well, forty-one tornadoes. If a number and a noun is is is, has been taken, (laughs) then yeah, it is like twenty-one pilots. Oh, shit. I don't know. 41 tornadoes is just a lot of tornadoes in a short period of time. It's uh, a lot of tornadoes. I, I'm very unaware of how often tornadoes happen in the middle of the country, though. It seems like it's just kind of like another well, weather we thing. We named a part of it after how often they're hit by tornadoes. Yeah. So it's a yeah. lot. It's got to be a lot. And um, I assume mostly they're there because after you get hit by a tornado, you no longer have the means to just not be there. I guess, yeah. I mean, where else are you going to go? I don't know. Anywhere not named, this is where tornadoes happen, (laughs) would be be my inclination. But I have to assume it's slightly more complex than that. (laughs) My grandfather lived in volcano hellhole, and goddammit, I'm going to live in volcano hellhole. (laughs) Not as much as my grandma tries to make me to move to... (laughs) Meteors hit here daily, <laughs> city. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't come up with a better joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone. You could have said like Meteor Valley or anything. Yep. Meteors hit here daily, city. Yeah, meteor meteors hit here daily, city is really good. <laughs> oh, final bummer. New Coke. They released New Coke. Ah, oh, the one without cocaine. No, they'd taken the cocaine out already, but the one where they changed the taste of it because they were scared of Pepsi. So they made new Coke and everyone hated it and everyone fucking freaked the fuck out. And three months later, they canned it and they brought Coca-Cola Classic back. Uh, now, I, from time to time, can enjoy a Diet Pepsi. It's It's got a interesting... I say diet because, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I, I all all non-diet sodas are way too sugary for me. I can't yes. really deal with it. Um, but regular Pepsi uh, is disgusting. It's like what hummingbirds eat. I don't understand how anybody <laughs> how anybody drinks that thing. <laughs> I'm with you, honestly. I can't do Pe- Pepsi. Is an extreme sometimes taste. Uh, I just don't. I I don't. I don't get it. But New Coke. I guess they they re-released it in like 2019. They made like half a million cans, sort of just like, you know, a fun little thing and and they released it. I guess you could buy it online and it was immediately It probably like could all have been a more out. successful launch if they didn't get rid of Coca-Cola, which was the obviously wrong move to make. Yeah, cuz they switched over all their factories to make it and yeah. yeah, so they they weren't making Coke anymore. They were making new Coke. But what's interesting, I I don't know. I I feel like I watched a YouTube documentary about it at one point. Um, 
which is to say some guy made a YouTube video about it and it seemed well researched. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't the the term YouTube documentary is a little odd to me. But then again, how much should I trust regular documentarians? Did they go to journalism school? I don't know. It's always they, documentaries are so weird because that's exactly right. They are <laughs> they're filmmakers often. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and usually um have uh, a sort of so they use usually a narrative that is sort of like you know built into it the way reality yeah. TV builds in a narrative and they usually have unlike say investigative journalism um a predisposed idea and are not approaching it scientifically yeah. or journalistically like I'm not saying don't be a vegan but I've yet to see a vegan documentary that is good and mm-hmm, almost everybody I know cites some documentary as the reason that they're like never going back to meet after like this maybe they start their journey one way or the other but like they'll go to a documentary and it's like this is bad science and bad journalism and bad filmmaking and it shouldn't be the basis for your entire personality (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's an odd it's an odd thing like we trust it because it's called a documentary but like i know right nobody's got nobody's peer reviewing built-in credibility yeah you're totally right (laughs) documentary so, oh somebody with glasses <laughs> probably made this <laughs> <laughs> yep so i watched some kind of youtube video about new coke and uh i guess i don't know i i not only not only is the taste of new coke probably more similar to the taste that coke has now because of course it slowly changes over the years uh but also i think that there are one of the arguments was like if they had just waited a little longer to re- introduce new Coke, like people's tastes changed enough. Now nobody's drinking regular Coke; they're drinking like vanilla Coke or whatever other weird flavor modification of Coke that they <laughs> like. A straight Coke is still super popular at some places. Right. I you I just you know what I mean. Like the market. I do. The market I do. I'm not, not trying to be argumentative, but the like, market's not hostile to Coca Cola is doing just fine. But yeah, yeah you're right. Too. You're right too. So I don't know. I bet if I bet they could bring out new Coke now, and people be like. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Anyway. Well, cola, I don't see, I don't know. Cola, you, uh, like I was just talking about with wrestling, you've got to develop the taste for cola young. Because it's <laughs> not normal. <laughs> it's very, very specific. Taste. It's a specific taste. I wish I had a refined palate like you. <laughs> You're just mixing Coke and, and Pepsi at the table. Yeah, I just like. Like an I, yeah. absolute serial killer. <laughs> I just do like the the wine tasting of both of them and just kind of swish around and spit it out. And then I'm just like, hmm, both of these Cokes are delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Let's talk about New Mutants. We read three more issues of New Mutants. uh, And for the first time, I think we were lacking in context. uh, Yeah. Because these are new. there's, There's been a sort of trend in these that have not been my favorite Two, one of them is what i've already mentioned this sort of like we're now sort of building in a b and c plots pretty constantly uh-huh. although this was this was pretty on topic but um there's just they're just busy there's just they're just yeah the, there's the so speed, much happening and yeah and the pace has just picked up and <sighs> with this art style i'm finding now at first i was when i was so in love with it was because we had this really small cast of characters who are all pretty visually distinct. Yeah. The way that they're drawing people is so sort of amorphous and unclear that as you 
zoom out to a much larger cast, I'm constantly confused about who is who. Yeah, and I guess I I also liked when there was I, I'm I'm feeling a disconnect, right? Because Bill Sinkevich has got this like really cool stylized art style, and that worked great for Demon Bear when we read Demon Bear, because that was a really focused story that felt exactly. like it was doing something that merited the art. Mm-hmm. Now in like this is way more bog standard comic book shit that we just read in these three issues. And yep. to still have Bill's art feels like weird. It's a little disturbing. I don't know. Crime. A crime. A little bit like a crime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a mismatch, I feel like. Because now, as opposed to like this exciting new group of mutants and like everything's new and nobody's lost. The readers aren't lost. Everybody's learning stuff. Now, suddenly, Cloak and Dagger show up in these issues who were introduced in like... Uh, a Spider-Man comic a couple years back. They had their own little mini series. They did some Marvel team up. They were in a Marvel team up annual with the new mutants. And the three of us have never read any of those issues. And it comes in real hot and does not explain a lot until the second issue. Like we're afloat for a whole issue. Mm-hmm. And I felt super dumb reading it. I felt really dumb. Like, well, why also am I not he's getting drawn it? a lot like Warlock when he's in his sort of shadow monster. So it was yeah. extra confusing for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It took me it took me a lot of extra brain power to follow these ones. Um Yeah. Yeah, they were which, trickier. They were harder. It felt this uh, feels weird because they weren't they're not even that complicated. It's no. just there's too much going on. Um I'm excited to do next week when we meet Legion, but if it's still if it's still kind of harder to parse and not really doing anything cool and new, I'd be willing to let it go. Yeah, I think I think probably we'll get through the Legion stuff next week and and walk away for the moment. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So what do we what do we get this this week? We had uh, I don't know the the play by play. I'm not even because sure, we're pretty much all in just this what this this uh, cloak drama. And mm-hmm. like you said, we don't we're not really we did not come in prepared to to know what was going on for a fair amount fair chunk of these three <laughs> <Yeah>. issues. <laughs> It, if you if you take like an elevator pitch of these episode of these issues, it's like it, it it's literally like power switch, body switch, um, that fucking wolf has sex with an angel. Zaji shows up. <laughs> Zaji shows up for like five panels again while Colossus has a weird like identity crisis, and then they take a priest to limbo and they exercise powers from children. And it's yeah. so hard to just like put wrap your brain around all of that, all of that content at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So I'm not super familiar with Cloak and Dagger. Um, I I know generally what's going on with them. Uh, Cloak. Is, what's his name? Is it Tyrone? Mm-hmm. Is that it? So Cloak is a, a black kid named Tyrone and Dagger is a white girl named shit. Tandy. Tandy. So Tyrone and Tandy, uh, they end up getting experimented on uh, and they have, I guess there's some sort of new heroin. They were trying to make new heroin like new Coke. Uh, (laughs) And most people that they tested it on died. And then these two got powers and they got essentially kind of like these, like a pair of powers. Like he's darkness and can teleport, but he has this horrible darkness hunger uh, that can only be sort of fulfilled or sated by Tandy, who has become like the incarnation of like light and 
whatever. And I, I don't know. They're they're like a weird combo. I don't know what's her power exactly. Like what other cool things she can can she do other than she's she, got these uh, light knives. But other than that, I don't think it's well explained in these. And I would have yeah. to refresh. She does some shape shifting. So, she like she she becomes the best version of herself and makes other people become the best version of themselves. And then right. Dagger does like the opposite. Yeah. And so built into their dynamic is kind of this like interracial couple vibe. It's like he's from, a, you know, extreme poverty and she's from a more wealthy family. Like there's there's kind of this whole I mean, it's baked into their to their whole deal. And I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because I haven't consumed that. Well, they're content. trying. You know, this is one of those things again where it's it's there. There seems to be an attempt at uh, an interesting idea, pretty poorly executed. In that, like, we've made the black kid the black power, which is already mm-hmm. kind of obvious, and then it's like dark and sad and scary, and the white kid is yep. the white power, and white is white is good and great and awesome, and it's like and she's beautiful. I know yeah. what we're doing. We're doing this. Uh, where there's things that they're doing on purpose and there's things that there aren't and it doesn't feel yeah. like that's on purpose that they get they even get the subtext of what they've put on the page right <laughs> <laughs> the super yeah. text is 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 clear mm-hmm. and interesting and i like his inner his like his battles with his own inner demons is interesting it was the most interesting part of the issues that we read yeah actually yeah like it was it was really cool like everybody kind of has to like come together and reassure tyrone that like you know, he's not inherently bad that he's just like scared his powers. He was like not controlling his powers correctly or whatever. Like he's got to, you know, pull it together and blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, he's got a lot of self-loathing and fear built in and he manages to kind of overcome part of it. Uh, he's got through... a Wreck-It Ralph. Got a, got a Wreck-It Ralph vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so I, I don't it's it, it was pretty cool. Uh, there was all, you know. They they have an interesting bit of drama because they start these issues without their powers uh, because their powers have been taken. We come to learn by Roberto and Rain. And so Roberto, who already had darkness powers, has like extra darkness powers yeah, now. I think I think that actually we could have figured that out if it hadn't been Roberto, who was impossible yeah. to tell was like, oh, there's, you know, the power that turns you into a black ghost that he also has. Uh, he's got that one, too, now. And it's like. That's not clear on the page because it looks exactly the same. But it okay, looks sure. exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And then Rain has the has had daggers powers. And so Rain is walking around as like extra hot adult lady version of Rain. <laughs> uh, and then there's like a whole bunch of confusing shit where like Danny is like having bad dreams because Danny and Rain have like a telepathic connection because Danny's got like wilderness powers and Rain turns into a fucking wolf. And like they have like a weird rapport. I don't know. It got again, all of those things got really muddy and and confusing. Uh and this probably could have been one or two issues instead of three. But uh but yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of neat because the the two cloak and dagger kind of were like, well, we're free now. We don't have these horrible powers that like made our lives kind of suck. Uh and dagger has to kind of convince cloak like, no, like other it's people weird. are suffering. Yeah. Which is an odd one where it's like you have to suffer because somebody else is suffering with your because of you and so you have to be the one who suffers and there's no third option um, yeah i didn't really buy it because it's not like they suffer because like, like especially it, like trying to convince the black kid that like he's, yeah he's got yeah. this cross to bear um and it wasn't because, like some sort of divine retribution for their sins they were experimented on 
by scientists. And, and basically because so, he's the only one who's strong enough to have the power right. and not totally ruin his life. He's got to just do it. Yeah. Which, again, doesn't feel like they get what they're implying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was chewy. Like it was when, weird. I like when him and Tandy go back to being street level. They're like street level vigilantes who really mm-hmm. get into the, they get into like, even, I would say even more like kind of the people they go after are the people that are even too low profile for like a daredevil in the, in so far yeah. what we've seen. Like, and you know, it's like yeah. pimps and thugs and like really shitty people who I'm glad to see Cloak and Dagger out there going after. Yeah. 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 And they're like, they're all they're out there saving. taking care of scumbags. Yeah. While everybody else is fighting silly, you know, uh, Volturions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. Um, I want to say, I want to, I want to bring up one moment, uh, because Sam Guthrie, our cannonball has his own, uh, fucking Peter Parker animal t-shirt moment. Uh, he, he had apparently one of the issues that we didn't read. We met, uh, Lila. Oh, fuck. I forget her last name. Uh, she's a, she's a, she's an established Marvel character. She's shown up in like more recent stuff that I've read of like, uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, like she's kind of an intergalactic pop star. She's like this Cockney British, like punk rocker who becomes like has mutant powers and is famous on planet and off planet. Uh, Lila, Lila Cheney, that's her name, Cheney. Yeah, I was just just gonna go to the. I know, she has a little thing at the end of at the end of the issue. Oh yeah, one of the uh, Xavier's Xavier's notes files. Bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I guess her and Sam sort of like hit it off. Uh, and so she keeps sending him T-shirts like in, <laughs> through the mail and he keeps wearing these like <laughs> ratty tank top. Like, I don't know. He, it looked very like the animal T-shirt that Peter was wearing. <laughs> and Xavier has to like telepathically be like, you're embarrassing oh. this school. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fucking wear that in this house. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. The, I feel like this could have been cooler. the The climax was interesting because they had to bring everybody to limbo. Like you had to t- have Ileana when take I everybody. Finally, to limbo. was like the stuff with uh, actual cloak and dagger was good. The sort of mystery up to it was such a mess. Where like they yeah. still didn't know what was going on. Went mm-hmm. really there for that part. But I liked the characters when they showed up and were part of the story. Those mm-hmm. the last issue and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just last issue actually. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. Let's switch gears. Uh, the last, not the last. We're gonna be we're gonna be reading more Spider Man soon, but uh, for now we we're sort of checking in at the end of the uh, the Secret Wars situation. We've got Web of Spider Man number one, where we deal with the symbiote suit. Uh, and also there's a bunch of hot dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I remembering wrong? Are they all hot? Or is all, are only a couple of them hot? The, well, they well one of them is named Sugarface. So you have to assume <laughs> yeah. he's fucking hot. Um, but they're not they explicitly hot, and we don't see that much. Other than the fact that they just, like, are fancy lads who like to dress up as birds and call each other cute nicknames like Pigeon and Sugarface, which is pretty yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a flock of boys. <laughs> a flock of boys! <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like one of them, maybe Honcho is like, was like either worked for or was friends with the Vulture or had some sort of weird connection with the Vulture. And so now they all have Vulture suits. And so it's just a bunch of bird men flying around <laughs> con each other's sugar face. <laughs> hey, over here, sugar face. <laughs> Fly up next to me, pigeon. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this one really there's not really there's not really much to say about this issue. Uh the the black suit has escaped from Reed Richards tube and uh got separation issues with Peter and tries to sneak his way back onto that bod and Peter deals with it while also fighting off the the Vulturians. Um it was so much <laughs> it was that I that's like my that's like my main theme for this whole week where I was like there's so much <laughs> happening on every single page. Yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, this everybody's doing fine. cocaine, Shane. It's we're going a mile a minute true. now. 100%. Everyone's doing cocaine <laughs> now. Like the the comics are fueled by deep deep lines of cocaine. But <laughs> they, <laughs> Holy shit, Vulturians. Oh, holy shit, Venom suit. And just like this yeah, is the best thing yeah. I've ever read. <laughs> exactly. The the writing the writing room is like, we're going to have the vulture. How do we make the vulture better? And someone's like, we put in four more vultures. <laughs> and they're all hot. <laughs> like absolutely. Um you know, the the end of the Spider-Man was the best part where the suit is <laughs> they're like just they're describing the suit like feeling now because a symbiotic relationship goes both ways and it like fed off of Peter's feeder it fed off of Peter's life force and in return it got feelings of a sad boy mm-hmm. and so it like saves him from these giant bells and from melting his brain and like before it leaves it gives him a little like caress kiss? kiss with a little like nubbin of fabric just on his little cheek and then just disappears <laughs> it walks yeah. around like flat stanley it's <laughs> <laughs> is the sound weakness a thing that stays true about symbiotes like i don't remember venom being i was unclear what this was i mean spider-man's got super hearing doesn't he like maybe not maybe not daredevil level but he's like i think he does yeah i don't know and they were just like, like under a bell. I, I I wasn't sure, but maybe the symbiote also hates bells. I don't really know. Well, that was so I, my, he said, like, I'm pretty sure Reed Richards had been keeping the suit at bay with like some sort of sonic beam. Mm. And so he was like, oh, it doesn't like sound. And so tried to kill it with the church bell. And it kind of seems like that's maybe successful. Like it evaporates like it. It caresses his cheekbone and evaporates. Uh, but it's super weird. I don't really understand it. And also, obviously, they wrote this suit to die, and then a couple years later, someone's like, "Fuck that," and they bring it back. And it's oh, never... does it? Does the suit die here? It's that I was unclear that that, to me. I think that's the intention. I think that was hmm. in the moment the intention, and then it was retconned later so that they could do Venom because someone had a bright idea of bringing the suit back. Uh, and then there's like even later, uh, God, the Marvel wiki's full of this sort of shit where it's like. Oh, yeah. And in between these two issues, this like, you know, thing from 2007 that takes place at right in between those two issues happens because people just love inserting new content in the middle of canon. They're like, oh, yeah. And Deadpool actually showed up and he wore the Venom suit for a little bit before Eddie Brock. It's like, I don't. What the fuck? Really? (laughs) So that's real. Apparently in between here and Eddie Brock, uh, Deadpool has the suit for a little bit. So I think I knew that. I think I knew Deadpool wears the suit for a sec, but it has been. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I don't know. It's 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 fucking weird. I don't really know exactly what's going on. But uh, but yeah, I think this was this was written to be like the end of the black suit. Um, okay. What I think is funny is that Peter at one point is like, because the, the black suit is uh, is masquerading as one of his regular suits, and he's putting the regular suit on, and he goes, "Ah, oh, this feels as comfortable as the shape shifting black one I got on the Secret Wars." <laughs> Why does he know the event name? <laughs> like, do they call it? Do, do the heroes call that the Secret Wars? I mean, they must. I don't know. In it's universe, silly. remember on the Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But also, when he's left, uh, when the suit leaves at the end, Peter's left completely in his underwear in a church. So, but we never find out how he gets out of that. Maybe in some really nice briefs, considering. <laughs> well, considering what? I mean, considering like how much wear and strain he puts on those in the course of a day from that hog. No. He, yeah. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean the strain from his enormous spider penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the webbing's organic. All right. You can't do this. Canon did. We have two more like scattered things that we read. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is Avengers 255. This is like the beginning point of a storyline we could opt to follow for a little bit. Uh, nah. Temperature check. <laughs> I kind of liked it. The Avengers stuff was boring as shit, but uh, Captain Marvel, I mean, for an Avengers comic, I guess that's noteworthy. Um, yeah. The Captain Marvel with this band of goofballs with a Rigelian. Yes, a Rigelian. With a Rigel- and they mentioned Tana. Yeah. Fucking Rigelians. God damn it. She's so like, oh, I like Thor, this off brand, Thor like, about you. Dark guys. Guardians of the Galaxy. These like fucking <laughs> space losers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't even really know what's going on with them. Yeah. There's a there's a like a troll and uh mm-hmm. Rigelian. They're fun. There's um, a guy named Kel who looks <laughs> just like the thing. Yeah. Like he's got blue undies. Like, it's literally the same coloring and shape as The Thing, but it's not The Thing. He's just another big rock guy with blue undies. Yeah, it's a it's a weird group. She's, like, out in space. What I thought was wild is this, like, constant recap of an event that we're not reading. Uh, they spend so much. Not only did they do the recap of this for us, the readers, but Vision, on two separate occasions, recaps it in-universe for characters who weren't around. Uh, which is just baffling writing. Uh, but I guess he went crazy because of some Ultron shit and tried to control the entire world. He tried to be the internet and it made him and it made him lose his mind. Yeah, it was. Odd. Yeah. Um, and now he's like leaving the Avengers. And so is so is Wanda. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an odd one. My understanding is that this this storyline will continue and. Uh, Nebula is has uh, her first appearance. I think maybe she's the leader of this weird ragtag band uh hmm. that captain marvel's run into i don't know that to be true but i think that might be true i think she's like a space pirate um but yeah it's gonna involve nebula and obviously thanos and some blah 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 it's a, you know it's cosmic nonsense with captain marvel so if we're interested we can continue otherwise they, yeah. they did something i really liked with the sort of magic nonsense so mm-hmm. captain marvel's it, uh, they they want to take Captain Marvel prisoner, and they've all got uh, their guns pointed at her. And she's like, "Don't you dummies! I can turn into pure energy, and guns don't work." And they're like, "It would be true, 
But as everybody knows, when we go to hyperspeed, you get knocked out and you can't do it anymore. Uh, you can't be light, you can't be energy after a hyperspeed. And it's nonsense and it doesn't try to make sense, but they yeah. just sort of lay it out clearly. Like, I feel like the Marvel MO up to this point would be like, that would be true, but we have anti Captain Marvel guns that can hit you while you're a Marvel uh-huh. monster. It's like, it, and, and I just like that they Marvellium. just invented. Yeah, they just made up a new un- a new rule for the universe that uh, and it was like, nope, we you can't do it's it now because of hyperspeed. It's always been true. <laughs> you know it, we know it. So uh, get in your get in the box, get in the <laughs> we'll kill ya. My my favorite bit because I I didn't love this issue, right? I mean, it was it was kind of weird, but I'm with my... you. I, like I said, I liked the Captain Marvel stuff, and that was, yeah, that was it. But actually, my favorite moment was from one of the Avengers moments because uh, everybody in the Avengers right now is somebody that we're sort of familiar with. And then in a corner in a chair is the Black Knight. And he's sitting there. And this dude's been time traveling a lot, I guess. And he's really like, he, he's not caught up on the Avengers issues. <laughs> <laughs> and Wanda, Wanda and Vision are there, and she's like, no, if you're going to go turn yourself into the government, I will too, because we're married. And it cuts over to Black Knight, and he's like thinking to himself, like, fuck, these two are married? I've been time traveling too long. I don't know shit about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of loved that energy. Just for just a dude, in a, a dude in a knight costume is just like, what is happening? <laughs> As he's the sort of silliest thing in the room. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, one more thing. It's a doozy. It is a real doozy. I don't yeah. even know how to begin talking about this. It's Rocket Raccoon issue number one. Shane sounds like he's got a take. Tell me about this affront to God, Andy. Tell me why we read... <laughs> Tell me why we read this tome of bestiality. (laughs) I could have had a lot more fun with this if I didn't get such strong Howard the Duck vibes. Like it was trying to be like, look how zany. Look how look how fucking crazy this is. We went there. We we, we made puns for three whole pages. Like when I pun on your face. (laughs) (laughs) So. I, I had us look in on this because, well, Aval, you know, Rocket first showed up in a Hulk issue. I don't know how many times he's shown up since then. Maybe not many. Um, but I guess the Hulk showed up in this area that these issues that this that this Rocket miniseries takes place in. And like, I don't know, that seems like a pretty standard storyline for the Hulk. The Hulk is adrift at space and he drops in like some sort of Kung Fu episode and meets the locals, causes trouble and leaves. Uh, and I guess he did that with them. And then maybe we haven't seen them since. And now here we go. Rocket's got his own four issue miniseries. And, you know, people like Rocket Raccoon. He's in them them cute little Marvel movies. And I thought it might be interesting to see early Rocket. And it turns out it was terrible and <laughs> real bad. Fucking it's weird and full staker. of clowns and lizards. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this, so Rocket is just sort of like hanging out in this odd medieval planet. Um, then this otter woman shows up, establishes she's a woman, 
then takes off her clothes, slithers down a water slide, <laughs> and uh, they ha- and they, they fornicate they, and they fornicate in the in the pond. They fuck right uncle, in front of Uncle Wall. Well, well there's an uncle. Well, there's a walrus who's an uncle, and they ask him if he wants to be their third, and he's like, "That's a little kinky for me." Um, it's pretty wild. It's pretty fucking yeah. out there. Yeah, and and almost and that's every all like other ma- one page. Yeah. No, and the rest almost of every sucks. major character we meet at after that point, we come to find out also wants to have sex with with Rocket's otter wife, and uh, and that's like their entire motivation. So I guess I guess this otter is really hot if you're into that sort of thing. Um, wrapped around this is some sort of weird storyline about like, okay, so tell me tell me if this if this jives with how you read this. This world that they're on called Half World is occupied by like. Animals, loonies, and robots. And <laughs> the loonies are like these mental patient type people. These they look like like humans, but they're like all a little off kilter and they all have like ceremonial straitjackets they wear. They mm-hmm. pray to these old they call them gods, but they call them the shrinks. And there's some sort of Bible that maybe only Rocket has that he's trying to understand what's going on with this world by reading it. And then there's these animal people. Most people that we meet that make any sense are animal people, like lizards and rockets and sexy otters. And then somewhere else, there's robots that we hear about vaguely, and they're building a spaceship for some reason. And this is the world building, I guess, that we're supposed to just sort of swallow. And it's very, very tough. That is a large pill. Uh, Rocket's like a cop, and he's got these deputies called the Keystone Cops, and they're just loonies in cop outfits with, with a car. I could keep going. I don't want to. This is no, fucking bad. bizarre. It's so and, bizarre. And it's one of those things that we have to reiterate. When you sort of, when you condense it down like this and just explain it, it sounds kind of novel. But <laughs> yeah. on the page, it still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Though it did, it did inevitably, not inevitably, uh, it did create the opportunity for this line to be spoken which was the keystone quadrant isn't big enough for two toy smiths <laughs> uh because there are two toy smiths it's a key part of the plot i'm sure that would uh mean something to you if you cared about Get this shit. sort of thing yeah. yeah but the but you know in the end all i really took away was mole man and lizard man want to fuck otter lady but she's into rocket raccoon but she's into raccoon boy there's a there's a line from from the the walrus that i really liked where he he talks about his martial molars and he turns his teeth into big laser guns (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah there is something extremely attractive about a walrus with laser tusks yeah he has like his his tusks are interchangeable for tools and guns and stuff which is a good character design that unfortunately is has a backdrop of trash clowns and animal sex. Like, I don't know. No, you know what? I, I figured out, I figured out what, it, what this issue felt like to read. This feels reading. This is like when someone, even though you're giving a lot of like visual ver- and verbal cues that you don't want to be in this conversation anymore, when someone is doggedly <laughs> explaining to you the plot of their fantasy novel that they haven't <laughs> written yet, <laughs> but they know all the world building for <laughs> Reading this is like that conversation that you can't get out of where someone's like, oh, no, but secretly he's a traitor and the Dalgrovalons are actually and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> really cool, man. 
I magic bet publishers is, will go crazy for that. The magic is called sympathy, right? <laughs> and like, I, <laughs> I wrote it so that this character has flaws, but like, he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus god a real mixed bag today and uh i know you thought that we'd get through the uh the end here without this happening but price check it's a uh, comics cost 65 cents now price check 65 cents you can't just throw that in <laughs> during my time <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're right i guess that's right that is your this is your time here you go shane have your have your segment time Oh, I don't know if I want it anymore. <laughs> You've soiled it. <laughs> hello, hello and welcome. Uh, welcome to this week's Fuck, Mary Kill. Where we have one of the gun, one of the bum, and one who is the one I am reclaiming my time. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time since we've had some contestants on our game show that were groups of people. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. And, and I just, I feel like the group dynamic is sometimes fun to explore with your friends. (laughs) The group dynamic is fun to explore with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell uncle. I'm I'm gay. Leave me alone. (laughs) Tell uncle wall. (laughs) All right. So first off, obviously the dynamic duo cloak and dagger. Right. All right. Cloak and Dagger, they, option They come one. as a package deal. Yeah, Andy, we're talking about groups. Okay, great. Sorry, sorry. Great. Fuck. Great. Second off, the Vulturions. <laughs> All five of them, one package deal, okay? I need to the, look up their names. The Hot Flock of Boys, option number two, okay? With Sugarface, Honcho, and Pigeon. Or is there a fourth? Oh, God, so good. There might be a fourth. Let's, let's find out. Uh, is there is there a bird father? Is there like a are they are this is the good feathers? These are the good feathers. Oh, we missed out. We missed. Uh, okay, so there's honcho, pigeon, sugarface, and gripes. There's somebody named Gripes. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> last, last but not least, and this is the largest group of all, and one that was kind of a late contender, and I was pretty happy to see them show up. 41 tornadoes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Can I ask a question about that? <laughs> no, you may not. Okay. <laughs> How you feeling, Andy? I don't know. So my initial gut reaction is that and I don't know, I, I might talk myself completely around on this, but I feel like Cloak and Dagger are emotionally complex to spend time with, and the Vulturians are really, really hot, but I don't know if I'd want to spend time with them, because I don't know how much depth they got. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, there's the tornadoes. <laughs> and there's 41 tornadoes. Now, normally, I'm the first one to jump at the opportunity to just, like, bone down with nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think in this context... Um, think of the I vortex, will, though. I will fuck cloak and dagger. I'll let them. I'll. I'll. I'll be. I'll be third wheel to that. To that party. Uh, mm. any day. Any day. That's gonna be great. Um, and you're right. They. They would be a little bit emotionally complex to have to be with daily. But I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, their powers will be fun. Uh, you can put 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 your light knives in me, baby. Um, 
And uh, of course, you marry four vultures named the Vulturians, named Sugarface, Honcho, Pigeon, and uh, Gripes. Uh, of course, you locked down. You know, it was, it was hard being married to to four vultures. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you kill 41 tornadoes? Mm, that's not really my problem. Mm. Unless you want me to describe it for, you know, for the audience. But I, 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 it is not my job to legit to like figure out how they die. Ah, and I refuse, and I refuse, I refuse that uh, you have uh, put that put that evil on me. Um, I I sort of look at it as a above and beyond opportunity. Um, where that, if yeah, I'm trying, to, Shane always does it. If I'm trying to climb the corporate ladder, I want people to know how I'm going to kill. Them. Oh yeah, sure. No, I, I can tell you what I would do, <laughs> but I, I I don't I don't appreciate Andy trying to be like, well, you can because you don't even know how you would kill food. You only have two hands. <laughs> Your Andy like, voice is not really a, good. That's not a part of Fuck, Mary Kill is having to figure out how to kill something that is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've never had to describe how we were going to yeah, fuck something and I didn't either. like being put on the spot like that. <laughs> but if I had to, if I could, if I just got to make up a, a, a traumatic way to destroy 41 tornadoes, I would use 41 tornadoes going the other way. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, they cancel each other out. Yeah. Like a giant noise-canceling headphone. Oh, man. <laughs> The 82 Fuck. tornadoes. Damn. That's not that. Damn. Okay. That's a lot of tornadoes. Yeah. You Storm would have the biggest orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> 82 tornadoes and Storm's just naked in the middle. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I. God. So 41 tornadoes, they don't have a lot going for them in the marriage. Uh, the marriage situation. If we're, if we're talking about 41 Tornadoes, the hypothetical band, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then maybe, you know, maybe I could be a groupie. And you know, that's have... a lot of mileage out of your fuck. That's 41 instances of sex with tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know. So I think Th that's if you do them consecutively. But who I mean, Andy mm. is more of like a you are allowed to spend person. one night in Pleasure Town with 41 tornadoes. But I do think <laughs> you're within your rights to. To blast forty one times at forty one different <laughs> tornadoes. Yeah, I, 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 I also think that. Yeah, <laughs> the, ju the judge has spoken. See, these are all really great reasons why my fuck is going to forty one tornadoes. So that is that is the that is the choice that I am making. Uh, marriage wise, I think I'm going to marry the Vulturians, and the reason is because when we walk into a room. I'm going to look really cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know Just, what I mean? You in a me, suit. It's you in a suit, suit with your arm around two of them. Ooh, you get to join. And then the other That's ones are nice. just like the other ones are just like hanging off. Well, so I, th I think I'm in a regular suit. I don't even have wings. I'm in like a nice tuxedo or something. And then I've got these four really hot winged dudes flanking me and everyone's going to be like <laughs> holy shit holy shit look at all those winged dudes and look at that normal guy in the middle i wonder what his deal is and i'll look really cool because i've got these like wing wives <laughs> these, <laughs> these bird husbands those wimbos <laughs> uh and then i kill cloak and dagger because they just seem like they're having a really bad time uh a lot and um and I'm not really looking to insert myself in that dynamic. 
And uh, yeah, so kill them. What do you do, Shane? I, <clears throat> weirdly, I'm intrigued by Cloak and Dagger. As I was reading it, I want it to be deeper. And so because, <laughs> because I'm a psychopath, I want to explore that relationship. Uh-huh. So I would have to marry them. Like, Dang. I would have to. Because I need, like, I want to just crack those nuts open and just, like, mm-hmm. figure out what's going on there. There's Shane. A, listen, there's a sentence. <laughs> there's a sentence. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sentence yes. where they, it's where they. 31 listen. years and we're all getting it in prison. I understand. <laughs> no. Where where they talk about a silver wolf entering the other dude's black abyss, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> um. Anyway, I like I like the mystery. I think it's great. Uh, Shane, uh, sorry, one tiny follow up question: If you're gonna marry Cloak and Dagger, you need a name too, right? Like, do you have a name that goes with Cloak and Dagger, or are you just we- is it just Cloak and Dagger and Shane? now there's a comic absolutely yeah and and the and shane is in a totally different font yeah it's in like a bubble font like a toy font um (laughs) no if so if we're we're cloak and dagger and then i can't be the sheath because i'm a top obviously uh okay (laughs) so you make her change her name Oh, I become I become dagger (laughs) and she becomes she becomes sheath. Oh, that's so awful. That's absolutely terrible. Uh, No, maybe it's cloak and dagger and boots and I can just wear boots. Boots. Only boots. (laughs) Nothing else. Just boots. Yeah. Cloak, dagger and boots. (laughs) You sound like their cat. (laughs) (laughs) I would wear cat ears. I would wear cat ears and boots. And that would be my whole superhero shtick with Cloak and Dagger. And they would be like, they'd be like, oh no, we have to go stop a robbery. And I'd be like, I'm coming now. And like <laughs> dance towards them. It'd be nonsense. Anyway, uh, I fuck the himbos. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Obviously, all the, the brother, the brother birds. The brother's um, vulture. The brother's vulture, yeah. And then I killed the tornadoes, I guess. Yeah, I I yeah. don't like thinking about killing the tornadoes because I that's like that's pretty cool. Forty one tornadoes is cool. Yeah, I think we can all agree. Forty one <laughs> tornadoes, very cool. <laughs> Everybody, that's gonna do it today. This has been another extremely successful podcast uh, about <laughs> comics. Uh, it's been the sixty sixth numbered episode of the Infinite Backlog. Uh, you've been our 66th audience. Pat yourselves on the back. Thank you so much. And uh, we're all going to go have sex with an otter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the uncle and I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we stray further and further from comics. <laughs> I thought you were going to say from the Lord. <laughs> From Lord Divine, who we didn't talk about, the Lizard King. Uh, I'm so glad we didn't. Bye. 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 Yes, sir. Daddy, sir.
Make me talk about comics. Make me, Daddy. <laughs> oh, I like that taste in my mouth would start. Yeah, uh, when you like, when you sort of like forcefully involve somebody else in your obvious fetish, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> Make me talk about comics, Daddy. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> yes, yes, Daddy. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. Tell me. <laughs> well, <laughs> this episode's a bust. <laughs> We're off the rails, dude. <laughs> this episode goes okay. right to jail. <laughs>